Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by BlackRifleCoffee.com. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. Drink, drink, drink. <laughs> Another one. Lincoln's Box Seats, motherfucker. out to everybody who just got off work, just got paid, is about to hit that jewel, and is going to Red Lobster, yo. Getting hot, eating cheddar baked biscuits, and Red Lobster motherfucker. Getting hot, eating cheddar baked biscuits, and Red Lobster motherfucker. Getting hot, eating cheddar baked biscuits, and Red Lobster motherfucker. It's my last shift, yeah About to hit my jewel and grab some biscuits But they're closing at 10 I got an hour left if I want to get in But you know, they don't take no reservations You gotta wait in line to get your hands on the crustacean I need some cheddar beef queen Because I'm hungry as fuck and I want to get lean I need a lobsterita, a Yucatan tilapia And don't forget my small Caesar Eating cheddar baked biscuits And red lobster motherfucker Getting high Eating cheddar baked Fuck you, dude. I'm in the mood for a globally inspired menu. Locations in Ecuador, Brazil, and Japan. Eating red lobster because I'm the fucking man. Dressed to impress, looking the best. Held my wedding at Lobster Fest. Irish coffee, key lime pie. Shit so good, I ain't even gotta be high. Hola, majito, mucho sangria. Feel I'm like in Mexico, getting comida. Eating all the shrimp like a forest gump, man. How about that, Lieutenant Diane? Getting high. Eating cheddar baked biscuits and red lobster motherfucker. Getting high. Eating cheddar baked biscuits and red lobster motherfucker. Getting high. Eating cheddar baked biscuits and red lobster motherfucker. Getting high. Eating cheddar baked biscuits and red lobster motherfucker. To all my bus boys picking up plastic bread baskets all over the world. Shit, I think I need another odor. La da 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 da. <laughs> oh man, if you saw our Red Lobster video on Friday, well, then you'll understand what that song's about. If not, check it out on YouTube and Facebook. Today, we got a hot one. Christmas Eve, we're giving you all the goodies this time. We got Mr. Evan Hafer, Burt Kuntz, and Jared Taylor in the studio today. As we talk about the joys of Christmas, or whatever the opposite is of it. Uh, We bought a sex doll, actually. So, you're welcome. You're going to get to hear about that. But first, as always, we got some sponsors who put this whole fucking shit wagon on the air. First and foremost is BlackRifleCoffee.com. Hopefully, you're all geared up with BRCC for Christmas. They've got K-Cups, bags, the Christmas blend sold-outs. So if you're trying to get a bag after Christmas, you can't. That one went, that one went real quick, real quick. Uh, Matt designed those bags. They were fucking incredible. Black Rifle Coffee is the greatest coffee on the planet. Now they've got new instant coffee. Check it out on blackriflecoffee.com. 
Sign up for a subscription of the month and use the promo code DRINKINGBROS20 for 20% off at BlackRifleCoffee.com. Next up, we've got GhostBed.com forward slash DRINKINGBROS. Man, a lot of people out there said, hey, we're, uh, we're getting a big ticket item. As a, as a gift for a man and a woman to share over Christmas, we decided to get a mattress. Uh, look, the deals for Christmas are running all the way through the end of the month, so don't think they're up just because it's Christmas Eve. It's not too late. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros and get yourself a mattress. Right now, the deals are $500 off a bundle package. That's including the adjustable base, which is the shit. Uh, they got cooling mattresses now. They got the ghost bed locks which has got uh, some cooling components in it, extra padded. Man, that thing's fucking amazing. They're re- to be realsies, though, they're, they're regular ghost beds are the fucking best. Um, so either one, you can't go wrong with this company. Their pillows, their pillows, man, are, are top-notch. Um, big fan of ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. I'm even a bigger fan of the fact that they got a, a pay-as-you-go plan. 36 months, no interest. No other company is offering shit like this. Take advantage of it while it's still there. There's no way this will last uh, this long. But uh, right now, they're giving away free pillows with a mattress and uh, $300 off a mattress. A million deals at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Merry Christmas to them, man, because that's the, that's the finest bed I've ever had. And I sleep on it every night. I fucking love that company. Uh, next up, we've got a little bit of uh, Monica. No, a little bit of grillyourassoff.com. Grill Your Ass Off is uh, the finest seasonings in the land. Look, you're going to buy seasonings to, to cook out your chicken, your meat, your steak, your pork, all that stuff. You might as well do it from a veteran-owned company like grillyourassoff.com. Uh, love those guys, man. Uh, even crispy, crispy. Who's, you know, obviously one of our beef fries in this world. He's even got his own special spice with them. It's a, uh, it's a spicy habanero. I think I said that right. Yeah, we'll go with it. Um, but for real, man, we, we use, uh, we use that shit all the time. And, and again, man, if you're, you're going to buy like Montreal steak seasoning or whatever, Fuck those guys. Buy it from a veteran-owned company, grillyourassoff.com. They've also got amazing, amazing beef jerky. they got a four-pack of all-American jerky. That is the tits. My favorite one is the sweet and spicy. Four for 25 bucks. Try that out. I believe they have a subscription to that, which, which uh, everybody needs in their life. And they've also got some pint glasses on there. Or just for, for knocking a few back. Go to grillyourassoff.com. Use the promo code DRINKINGBROS for 15% off. Next up, we've got FreakerUSA.com. That's F-R-E-A-K-E-R-U-S-A.com. They are the official licensing company for drinking bros for all socks and bottle sleeves. Love those fucking bottle sleeves. It's a one-size-fits-all type of deal. If you can fit it on a, a bottle of Zima all the way up to a bottle of Lead Slingers, Man, I, everybody and their mother ordered those things for the holidays. Um, Good look. Go on there now because that was like the stocking stuffer item of the year. Go on FreakerUSA.com and, uh, and order a six-pack of the bottle sleeves. The, the fifth one is a surprise one, and a bunch of people got Donald Trump ones, which was fucking hilarious. Uh, but there's, there's Evans, um, Instructor Earl, Matt Best, Bitch I Operate. We've got the Gene Vandenham bottle sleeve, and uh, we've even got a little fat man. Little fat man on there, Jared Taylor. 
And we got a Drinking Bros podcast one. We also have the Drinking Bros podcast socks with them. Uh, we, we only license them through this company. Look, you know who they are. They won Shark Tank. They're the best in the world. And uh, we wouldn't trust our faces on anybody else's products except for FreakerUSA.com. Again, everybody's got these for Christmas. And uh, I'm sure once the pictures start fl- flooding social media, you'll be like, hey, man, can I, can I go fucking get those? Yes, you can, but do it now. Um, I'm not sure how long this lasts. We're, we're doing a special Christmas run with them, and, and hopefully it continues. Use the promo code Drinking Bros for 20% off at FreakerUSA.com. Also, they make a good catch rag, you know? Or if uh, girls got ugly, ugly feet, you can cover them up with some Drinking Bros podcast socks. Next up, we got StrikeForceEnergy.com. Strikeforce Energy is the premier energy drink in the biz, kids. Hopefully, you took my advice. Hopefully, you got those 10 packs for the stocking stuffers and uh, you, you got on about your life. You kicked the can because uh, you didn't need it anymore. It was taking up too much space. This is cooking season. It's the holidays, eating season. You don't need bulky cans taking up all the space in your fucking fridges. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com uh, and pick up some Strikeforce to mix in those drinks. Because um, let's face it, you need energy throughout the fucking holidays. After all that eating, you need energy to stay awake. Um, they got four amazing flavors, original, lemon, and make America grape again. Don't forget about that orange, too, um, which, which I just did. I uh, love it, man. Uh, Strike Force Energy has been with us for a long fucking time, and uh, uh, they're the best in the biz, man. My favorite energy drink on the planet. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Use the promo code DRINKINGBROS for 20% off. They also have a subscription of the month program, which we all have, and they got that 10-pack, 40-pack, and 750-milliliter bottle, which rests on your bar top or countertop. Boom, boom. Pop a couple squirts in and go. And they ship everywhere in the entire world. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Promo code DRINKINGBROS. 20% off. Last but not least, we've got GrenadeSoap.com. And come on. Smell like a man again. Smell like a fucking dude. Get a, get a bar of soap on a rope um, that's, that's shaped like a grenade. That's why it's called GrenadeSoap.com. And it's got real gunpowder in it, so you know it's good. It also acts as like a nice exfoliate. So you got dry skin and you're fucking rubbing that on your body. Congratulations. You're a smooth, clean man who actually smells like a real fucking dude and not whatever your wife is using in the shower or your, your girlfriend. Uh, you don't need any of that shit. Go to GrenadeSoap.com. They've got some of the finest uh, bathing products for dudes that help you smell like a dude. And they also got a taint scrubber because you know it's ass-eating season and you don't want to walk around with a dirty asshole. Go to GrenadeSoap.com. Use the promo code DRINKINGBROS for 20% off. Now, let's get into the show, shall we? It's myself, Evan Hafer, Bert Kuntz, and Jared Taylor. Hey now! Yes, oh, Bert's wow. back. Mm. Bert is Bert's back. back. I, look, Bert, well, we I'm went on first with the show, solo show. You know? Yeah, we went first with the solo show. I'm in North Carolina, but I I could still hear your invisible six shooters going off. Pew, pew. Bang bang! They're bang, not invisible bang. now. No, they're, they're on camera. Full and for, effect. And for those that are not watching the video, just the audio, I am sitting next to. In my opinion, the person that should be the Time Magazine Man of the Year for 2018, the king of coffee, the modern-day Juan Valdez, Evan Hafer. Hmm. Oh, wow. mm. Wow. Thank you. He's watching me eat chicken. He's watching me eat chicken. I'm eating chicken. So so wait, can we call him cock? 
KOC, King of Cock. King of Cock. <laughs> Can we make him a shirt that just says the cock? The it's cock of the walk. Rooster. It's a big yeah. rooster, rooster with a cup with of his coffee. face, and that's it. <laughs> K- yeah. KOC. Listen, anytime, if you're a listener of the show, anytime you meet Evan, please just shout cock. Cock! Airport. If you see him in an airport across matter. the yeah. airport, just yell cock! I, I would respond to that. That's awesome. I would respond to anyone that would scream cock in an airport. (laughs) I had a guy ask me at the Toys for Tots thing the other day that we were at. Yeah. He asked me if I could do the Hey Kevin thing. At Toys for Tots. At Toys for Tots in front of a bunch of children. And I said, I am fairly certain, sir, that this is not appropriate for a children's venue. And I am... Very surprised that you run this event and don't know that. <laughs> yeah, so just a little, just a little something. Everybody is entertained by the Hey Kevin bit, and they do not know when it is appropriate. And it is not appropriate around children. I'll tell you that right now. Well, before we start, you have an offering. You have a, you have an offering right there, don't you? I do. Actually, uh, Dave, could you, you asked about eating. Can you step out in front of the camera, please? We got. Uh, we are going to do an official review of a uh, delicacy here in Texas. Oh, I think deli- are they, are a they Texas nation, delicacy nationwide. I know they have them in uh, Wyoming now, but McDonald's. They yeah. do. We got Dave a Happy Meal, and it's actually got a Spider-Man watch that mm. comes off the side. Eat your heart out, buddy. Yeah, buddy. No can shit. Write, can you do a write-up on that too? So we, yeah, yeah, we're going to do a review. We need to know. Yeah, did you get sli- I mean, did you get nat- sliced apples or French fries? Sliced apples. Right. Dave, Naturally, uh, though, they messed up the order. Like. They did mess like up they the do. order. And like J- they do, you know. JT grabs the receipt and starts yelling at the girl. Not yelling, but forceful talking. But the receipt is longer than most people's will. I mean, who? J- <laughs> this is JT and I, and it was $42.89 worth of McDonald's. Wow. <laughs> oh, you guys boy. didn't. You guys went hard. No. And they didn't have the McRib, so I was disappointed in that. Don't I didn't tell know my that wife they... that I spent that much money on McDonald's I'm never on a date tell. with I'm you. I don't tell her anything. Because no. we do Taco Bell, and it's a lot cheaper than that. Well, how, yeah. hey, how much was that sex doll we got? You want to talk about that? Let's deep dive into that. So you want to talk about yeah, getting your order wrong? You have wrong. to tell us that. You were the one that ordered it. I know. So long story short, anybody who's watching the video show on YouTube, which has now become a huge thing, uh, you'll, you'll be seeing the sex doll on camera, correct? Yeah. 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 Um, I, I, Jared, what did you name her, by the way? I wanted to name her Escamilia, but that was only if we all took a run on her. But now that now that she's in physical form here, I don't think anybody's going to. Negative. Yeah. No one's going to take a run on her. She looked hot from the waist up. What happened? Hey, dude. So it's it turns out once we unboxed it, it's like the normal size of a grown woman. Torso. From the boobs up. Okay. Like the head's the normal size, yeah. neck, arms kind of, boobs decent. Decent. Good. Good, they're good. I was gonna say you're hanging out good. in some different circles than me because those are perfect. <laughs> All right, and then but then from there it goes to I think she barely stands three and a half feet tall. She has tiny little legs and just a tiny. It's just creepy. It's, it's creepy. Maybe shit. maybe Super she has polio. Jared, did you order the like the polio one? Did, like, I don't did know. it say I, that? I think we should put some clothes on her and maybe put her in a wheelchair and go throw her through the highway or something. Wow. <laughs> that was an expensive wow. doll, Jared. That was so expensive. Somebody has to fuck it. 
Oh, <laughs> well, geez. I'm not doing it. Who? How expensive though? Come on, I know, so, I know the boss man's in the room, but how expensive? Yeah, yeah, is? no, no, it's, you it's didn't not, spend it's, our money on that, right? It, oh no, no, we, we spent the, we spent some of the podcast money on it because we have a we, we usually keep a little kitty bank for guests and travel and all kitty that stuff bank. for the for the guests to come in. We didn't have a, a guest to fly in, obviously. So Matt oh, and like Jared, chop liver, jeez. Thanks yeah, so well, nice. yes, Bert. You, you are. know what, Ross? If you're gonna act like that, I'll get up and walk off this fucking <laughs> podcast right now. I'll eat my McDonald's out in my rental truck. Yeah, Hertz cares more about me than you do. Here we dick. fucking go with this whatever. Shit. I'm only here for the likes. Matt Best doesn't even show up for these things. Evan walked by because he smelled chicken nuggets. That's the only reason he came in the room. I came <laughs> I in here. That either. is not fair, Bert. I came in here to make fun of Dave. And you guys were here doing a podcast. So I came through thinking that I was going to have the room to myself where I could berate Dave like I normally do without anybody here. And then, oh, we're doing a podcast. So I got screwed out of this thing, too. Well, from Evan and, I, Evan and I's side of the table, fuck all you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what? He, yeah. He, he was the deal with the sex doll. So it was probably, what, 1230 in the morning, one o'clock, Jared. And you, you, me and Matt were on a group text about something we're in else. The group text that Evan is now in. Yeah. Well, yeah, they, they, after, we, after four years of business, after no. countless Listen, we did, we didn't shows, want, we didn't want, I am now on the group text. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, to but, save yeah, we didn't you, Evan. Bother you with what goes on. In exactly, there, it's I to like save what you. Goes on save you time. <laughs> That's the type of bothering, so-called bothering. You can because you can throw my way anytime. It would it, it goes on for like hours. Oh, this so this this sex doll. So it was just like, hey, Matt was just like, we I want to buy this sex doll, and he sends out this website, and I was like, great, we've got some extra money left over this month. How much of the sex dolls? And he's like. Bro, these things are like realistic and they're like two grand. And I, and I looked at the website and there was a Black Friday sale. And I was like, well, Ooh, the Black Friday, Friday sale said we could take 30% off. We've got about $1,200 left over. I, if I call these guys, I bet you they'll still honor the Black Friday sale. I called nice. the company and they said, yes, we'll absolutely do it. Like, thank you for considering us for your sex doll of choice. So I hit Matt and Jared back and I said, hey, guys. We can totally get the sex doll. You get to pick hair color, uh, two different sets of eyes for eye color. And uh, was there a little cap? Because I believe it was Australian. And it said, g'day, mate, um, on there. So, yeah, it also came with a USB heater that's shaped like a tampon. <laughs> Wait, what? For the inside yeah. of the vagina? Yeah, well, I mean, it's we haven't put it in there, but it just came with a USB like little heater that's shaped like a tampon. I should Jared, not. I should not be on this show anymore. Jared, like, I need chill. to just get up and leave for this for my own future. As my daughters listen to this, as they're like sixteen, seventeen, like oh, by that time it'll be buried. Oh fuck, there'll be other things out. Jared would show you the heater, but it's in his rectum right now. Yeah. No, it's Wrecked not. him. <laughs> Nearly killed him. <laughs> so yeah, there was about there was about forty minutes of Ross sending screenshots of you know what color eyes do we want? Yep. I swear to God, when we picked out the model, it said that it was five one. Yeah how how tall is the doll? It's it's barely three, three and a half, like feet. probably it's three, barely three, three foot eight feet, inches yeah. tall. Well, look, I'll call because I think you got the pl- I think you got the Black Friday one. <laughs> yeah, hey, look, it may, uh, look, yeah. I'll call. Maybe I'll record the doll. it. Yeah, I'll record Either my conversation got- with them and say, "Hey, guys, the doll was about a foot and a half uh, smaller than what I ordered. My yeah, buddy can't, can't conf- fuck it." 
when it's that small because <laughs> it looks like a child. He's got a, a few daughters. It doesn't like, look like a child. I think you just got the dark web special. Like you just you must have hit the dark web feature on there. So no, uh, yeah, I think th- I think maybe they just assembled it wrong. Maybe they put the wrong torso on the. On the uh, on the top, the other know. half went. The other half went to the Nord, like, Nordstrom's flagship store in Seattle. I don't like how Seattle. the hair sticks mm-hmm. to the skin. It's there's there's some defects with this. What about know, the tits? Like how are the tits and the vagina? Is that legit or no? The breasts are perfect. Not that I not yeah. that I know much about breasts. Yeah, no, no of course. Know, but they are perfect. He doesn't know a lot about. But here's them. the deal: two thousand dollars for two thousand dollars. You could spend fifteen hundred of that on a first class ticket to Thailand, and the other five hundred dollars you'd be Brad Pitt for a fucking week, mm-hmm. like literally. So, yeah. I so so cost per so yeah. dollar mm-hmm. per execution. Yeah, you don't think it's worth it? No, absolutely not. Well, what, 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 what was the, the the grand total? I think was like fourteen or twelve twelve hundred, like fourteen hundred with tax. So, what about fourteen hundred, Bert? Is that so a fourteen hundred dollar economy class? That'll leave you four hundred dollars. You're still Brad Pitt for a week in Thailand. Wow, really? Yeah. No shits, including prostitutes so and, in and yeah, prostitutes and massages and all that stuff. There's no prostitutes in Thailand. Yeah. No, there's none. There's none. Like it's just they a abolished good time. that in like the 30s. Yeah, so so what? So what time. is it? You just go over there and meet them in a bar and then and then take them home? No, 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 no. You just, just be yourself. Like a king. Yeah. You just go over there and be yourself and you see what kar- happens. You sing karaoke. Yeah, meet people. Just they like be American music. Talk to people. You don't even have to be good. I thought the brothels was like a huge thing over there. Brothels? Is this seventeen twenty one? Like, yeah. no, there's no brothels. Oh, come there's on. There's massage parlors. Yeah, there we go. A good massage. Yeah. yeah. There's there's what's called the fishbowl. Yeah. What's the fishbowl? You bowl? walk in the fishbowl. You walk in and there's like stadium bleachers behind a giant glass wall, and everybody's got a number they can't see out. You can see in, and you pick the person that is going to give you your therapeutic massage. <laughs> Therapy, like, therapy <laughs> massage. Like I said. I need to get off this show. <laughs> Why? This and wasn't your story. <laughs> but I have spent a few nights in Asia in my life. <laughs> These are all legitimate establishments. I mean, I think Walgreens owns them, don't they? Yeah, yeah, Walgreens owns them for sure. <laughs> no, everything over there is Seven Eleven. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, literally, there's a Seven Eleven on every uh, on every corner in Thailand. Like, mm-hmm. no joke. All right, let's. So, so is there anybody in Black Rifle Coffee who would fuck this doll? Can we throw somebody a hundred hundred bucks to? to to test it I'm out, sure. I'm I sure. Mean, I mean, we can give it to Edwin as a Chris. Why don't we give this to Edwin for Christmas? Yeah, actually, that's a really good. Let's, let's wrap it up. La- wrap it up and give it to Edwin. And <laughs> what he does with that doll, we don't need to know. We'll never know. We don't need to know. It's we can not ask like he would him. Tell us. Is no, Edwin no. a sex doll fucker? No, no. no. He's he's a um, just lonely. No, nope, no. not at all. But let's just say. He has a different moral compass that allows him to <laughs> explore <laughs> different regions of the world that not all of us would be open to. <laughs> He's an explorer, Ross. He, yes, he, with it, with it, with it, with, with an objective to create a map that not a lot of us have seen. Yeah. <laughs> Let's put it this way: if you gave Edwin that doll, and Evan gave him the green light to take the greatest coffee truck in the world, if Evan just said, "Take this doll and take the coffee truck and spread the word," yeah, he would end up within two days on the south side of Honduras, headed towards Patagonia. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
take oh take or the, no or he would never leave his room no this could be the, the missing link that he was looking for yeah he uh he would he i i think the problem with that is he would then realize that he was completely self-sufficient yeah he, he would come to complete enlightenment yeah it, he's he's a he's an introvert by nature anyway and ultimately he would say i found the perfect mate you know yeah got this beautiful coffee truck where i can make great espresso anytime i want and i've got, I've got the perfect companion yeah she's the greatest female um conversationalist i've ever had yeah what do you what do you think about that katrina Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, <laughs> she's super interesting. Wow. I yeah. think Ed, she's... after a matter of weeks, would invent a personality for her and be talking for her. <laughs> oh, Just like what was, what was that show? What was that show? Uh, was that was that um, no, that movie. movie with Ryan Gosling? Was that Ryan Gosling? It was. Yeah, where he was uh, in love with the doll and took it everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So. What was the name of that? Do you remember? Weekend at Bernie's. I've never seen that one. Uh, have I've heard of it. Have Dave pull it up. I, I watched it's, it's it. It's actually, actually really, a, a, really good. I'm it's a great right Very now. good. Yeah. Ryan Gosling. Why are you looking at it? We. This is what this is for. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, I haven't been here since you guys got this new technology. Last time I was here, it was... The way the way Google works, Dave, is you go... Lars and Ryan the Real Gosling, Girl. Gosling, sex doll movie. Yep. That shit will pop up to the top. Yeah, That's L- the Lars and the Real Girl, Evan. Search engines work. Lars and the Real Girl? Yeah, Lars and the Real there Girl. There we go. Yep. It was a pretty easy search. Ryan Gosling doll movie, and it popped right yeah. up. Um, uh, it's, but what yep, Dave Lars. likes to do is he likes to go to the uh, to their main page, you know, and then do well, do some research on them first, <laughs> and then get into where we need to go. Lars and National the Real Girl. Board of it, Review Award for Best Original Screenplay. It was amazing. great, man. It, it was a great was film. But by the way, this doll really looks it, the doll looks the same way. Like the the doll looks very similar. Yeah, but I bet it has a. I bet it's a normal. It looks like a normal size. It's sitting next to him, and it's 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 literally the size of a real human. Ryan yeah, Gosling is a smaller man. It's not a creepy. Uh, it's not a creepy. I don't know what that. I is. got us. This doll is more attractive. Like I'm oh, just definitely, out there. Well, definitely more attractive. Yeah, way, way more. Attractive. Jesse, my, I, mean, I, sh- I showed the doll to my wife, and she said, "Holy shit! Like that's legit." When it sits, it looks. Dave, how much shorter does this thing look from us right now? How tall are you, Jared? You're five six, right? I'm five. I'm five ten. Or five eleven? Not five yeah, eleven. You didn't yeah. even know how. You were not five eleven. I am too. You were five. JT six. didn't know how tall he was. <laughs> I, I out of everything that just happened, did nobody hear? I'm five ten. JT didn't no, no, know no. how I'm, tall he I'm was. Five eleven. Like seventy one inches. <laughs> no, but you said I'm five ten first. Yeah. And then I don't know. Out of everything that just happened, oh, JT didn't know how tall he was. Like that. That's, that, great. that's fucking mind blowing to me. He was in the military. He knows how tall he was in inches. They reminded him on that every fucking six months during a PT test. He had to sign that on hundreds of documents. <laughs> Literally. You're 71 inches tall, and you know that. I know. Yeah. Classic. I was distracted by the height of the doll. You were distracted so much that you forgot your own height. <laughs> because I couldn't figure out why it looks as tall as me right now. That's why you look like you're five foot six. If that thing's three eight, you're five six. Well, I just realized I know it's I'm I'm sitting much lower oh, in the, the chair. chair? That, yeah. Yeah. You were distracted that so much that you forgot your own height will probably go now. It's the, the best phrase of twenty eighteen. 
What? Come on. Why? No one forgets their height, man. Nobody. How do you know? Nobody. Nobody at this well, table. We're going to take If a... somebody told me how tall I am and I said 5'8", I've never said that in my life. <laughs> nobody has asked me how tall I am and I've ever said 5'8", because you know why? Because I'm not 5'8". Oh. That's why. <laughs> I'm, I'm not tracking this as well oh, as everybody great. else is. Oh. Do Dave next. Do Dave next. <laughs> this is great. Do Dave next. It's the most uh, basic form of like self-identification we have. Your height, your eye color, your hair color. I mean, it's, it's that easy, Jared. That Age is an it. easy one to forget. Especially when you're like 30-some. Like there's, there's a lot of numbers there. Time gets hazy when you've been in the time machine as much as you have yeah i mean it's super easy my age yeah but the the point of this conversation is your age changes changes your height Mm -hmm. every year changes yeah height typically doesn't until osteoporosis kicks in or then i'm gonna drink insure yeah or you've got you know uh dementia i don't fucking know but either way can I steal Dave, s- get up here and sit in his seat. I want to fucking berate you now. Can I? Yes, do Dave next. Can I steal some of your thunder while you're here? About the height? No, about the Norseman. Yeah, the Norseman so, is so good. The Drinking Bros community Did has- Did you continue it yet? I've watched the whole first season. <laughs> <laughs> I literally had my ear- I, Candace bought me these Apple earbud things, and I'm like, I'm not paying $180 fucking dollars for go, go, go. earphones. If they're like the greatest things in the entire world. So I realized also that you could put- there's an app for Netflix so you can put it on your phone. So, mm-hmm. like, we're Wait, not, you realize that? I wow. I know Netflix had an app and you could watch it on your phone if you got Come Verizon. Come on, man. Christ. So, anyway, fuck you guys. You know what? Seriously, I will get up and walk off this fucking podcast. I'm only here for the Instagram <laughs> likes to begin with. Here and I'll probably only get seven because Matt's not here. Anyway. <laughs> he wouldn't tag you anyways. I'm... I'm <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't True tag story. anyone, dude. True don't True worry story. about it. They so don't even know he has up, a show. I couldn't <laughs> couldn't sleep last night, so I started watching an episode. JT, I was at JT's house the other night, and he said, Evan showed me this show on Netflix called The Norseman. And I'm like, this is going to be stupid. It's another Viking show. It looks like Vikings. Long story short, we watched the first episode, and I literally was crying at JT's house and went home and watched it. If you're a veteran, which there's a lot of vets in the, the community, the Drinking Bros community, everything they do in this is relatable to the vet. If you just look mm-hmm. at it as veterans, it might be the funniest show I've ever seen since The Officer Parks and Rec. It is yeah. fucking hilarious. I don't work for them. I'm getting no kickbacks. Evan was just here, so I'm thanking him for entertainment. I don't watch much TV, but when I do, I get sucked in. Like Again, Parks and Rec, <clears throat> The Office. This is the same way. I literally watched yeah. the whole first season from like 2 o'clock in the morning last night to 4.30 in the morning. So, And I don't... I- I don't watch a lot of TV. No, that's no, why I was like, so I surprised when so... he said you're the one that showed him the show. Is like, mm-hmm. first of all, that guy only sleeps an hour a night and it's all work. So <laughs> how, how, when the fuck is he watching a TV show? I'll that's why you. I was so I'll surprised. I'll tell you when. I am known to have uh, a bout of insomnia every now and again. I've known I drink a lot of coffee, you know, <laughs> yeah, I, for lot, some reason. <laughs> and uh, I always look for things that typically look boring. So I can start playing them and, and then fall asleep. And fall asleep. It's been my trick and for 
a long time now when I go through bouts of insomnia, I'm like, okay, I can zone out. Like put on Planet Earth or something like that where it's just like background. Norseman to me did not look. You're like, what the fuck is this? Right. No, it, it yeah. looked like it looked like another like lame Viking. Viking I've literally something. passed it 20 times on Netflix in the last month. Because like, the cover just, does. Just look, like, it looks boring no, as fuck. No, just, just the, like it, it looks like, again, another Viking mm-hmm. show. There's been 75 of them in the last three years. And uh, that's that's how I started watching it. But the problem is, is that I started watching it. God, it's so, funny. Well, the second that you heard it, you were like, "Wait a minute, this is this, no." It's the the opening. The opening <laughs> scene got me. It was it was like the opening scene got me. It's like this is this is fucking hilarious. This is amazing. And then when the old dudes got to the top of the hill, and they're the like, stoop. Ah. the at the stoop, yeah, the, the, stoop. the stoop, and they're so you do not want to jump. Oh my gosh! So everybody, Bjorn, I, you're the oldest. There's, there's <laughs> There's no way you can't laugh during this series. There's no, just the no first, way. The first There's scene no where way. he's like, we have a communication problem. And he says, yes. And the guy punches him right in the face. And he's like, did we fix it? <laughs> Been told, do you think that there's a communication problem on the boat? <laughs> if you're a veteran, anybody yeah. can watch it. But if you're a vet and you're a combat vet and you watch this because they go to war and they the, come back. The brother fakes a back injury so he doesn't have to go on the pillage. Yes. And so he's... everything is relatable to the veteran community and combat vet community. It's, it is absolutely. Anyway, I didn't want to take up. It's whole... the best. It's the best. I just had to throw it out there because Evan does not watch TV, so that's why I wanted and to thank him for the show. Hands down, that that duel in episode one is the best duel ever in film yeah. history. Yeah. <laughs> Hands down. Like, there's no better duel <laughs> when that it comes down to two people having to fight for something that is the best one that anyone's ever, ever filmed. Well, and of yeah. course, Candace is laying there and she's like, are you really watching TV on your phone? And like, you're keeping me up. It's bright. And she looked over in the opening, the opening episode or act of uh, scene of episode two is the guy dreaming that he's like in. Yeah, he's getting that orgy. And then he comes out of his dream and it's two dudes pissing in his mouth. I was <laughs> yeah. like, yep. Oh, did this get too weird for you, yeah. Dave? <laughs> Dave just tuned out. <laughs> gotcha. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, watch it. Right. I don't work for him. I'm not getting kickbacks. Nobody is. It's no. just a good show. It's a great show. It's oh, a, there's a lot of good quotes from it. Thank you. Thank you. It, it would be weird oh, if you were getting welcome. kickbacks from that TV show. You know, uh, you know what's not going to be a good show, Ross. Oh boy, tell tell me you're you're thinking the same thing I am. Oh yeah, tell tell Bert I want to see him fucking lose his mind. Oh, Christmas on ice. Uh, that's I C E. Um, Say it again. Christmas, Christmas on, on ice. I C E. Um, it's about don't the, they do it every year? Just listen. The, no, no, no. This is a CBS. Like this, buddy. This is a CBS special <laughs> with a bunch <laughs> of A-list celebrities. <laughs> if they're doing a cowboy-themed fucking Christmas on Ice, I'll burn the place down. No, no. Ice, Ice, standing for Immigrations and Customs Enforcement. Samantha B <laughs> is doing a special on TBS called Christmas on Ice. Um. It's it's about immigration, obviously, and the Trump's administration's very unchristmassy treatments of migrants seeking oh, asylum, complete with immigration families still torn apart. So that's get what the, the show's going to be about. Like, um, wait, wait, hang on. I'll, I'll just I'll just get, go through the guest appearances. Jeff Goldblum's going to be a, a guest on it, mm, uh, yeah, as well yeah, as yeah. Anna Gasteyer. Uh, it's going to be complete with an indoor skating rink and the ice. Agents are going to be ice skaters, figure skaters, and the immigrants are going to be running away from them. It's a real show, by the way, that TBS is funded 
And uh, in one segment, it's, it's, it's Samantha B. She's gonna she's gonna travel to a Texas bus station, um, which the New York Times has called the the new Ellis Island, which is fucking retarded. Um, where confusion, fear, and silence fill the air as recently detained board buses to towns where, with luck, relatives will be waiting. Um, so they claim that at the end of this show th- that they're uh, they're actually doing some good. Um, oh, and Olympic skater Adam Rippon is in it. You know that gay guy from the Olympics last year? <laughs> uh, no. I stopped, so. I stopped watching the Olympics a long time ago, and it's the whole Me Too thing and women's equality and this, that, and the other thing. Like, I'm not watching the Olympics again until there's one category for every fucking event and men and women compete against each other. I want to see how that goes. Yeah. Then I'll watch the Olympics again because women can shut the fuck up and compete against men in a 40-yard dash and weightlifting and wrestling and every other fucking event. Like, I love women. My wife could literally kick my ass. Everybody here knows that. But come on, man. This shit has got to, like, it needs to, it needs to slow down a little bit. And immig- Texas is the perfect example of immigration. 50% of the people that live in Texas are legal fucking immigrants that came from Mexico and other places in South America and went through the proper fucking channels. Texas would shut down if you made all those people leave. But the point is, come to fucking America legally. Like, go through the process. Anybody can get in. That's what I don't understand. The left side of this is like, hey, we're keeping people out. No, pretty much anybody that wants to go through the process can come in. I literally was in combat zones with guys that had come here, been interpreters, enlisted in the army, gone to combat 17 fucking times as interpreters. Half of them didn't even carry weapons, and they got naturally, they, they did your naturalization and immigration the, the right fucking way. So every time one of these scumbags comes over the border illegally, you're shitting on that guy or that girl's parade that fucking... You're pushing them to the bottom, too. You're pushing their process back, too, every time. And it crushes me because, again, like, people go through, like, we have some of our hats are made in Vietnam, and this whole thing about, like, nobody that's white or black or anything other than Native American was... We weren't made in America. Our grandparents weren't made in America. We were all made somewhere else and came here, but they came here the right fucking way. That's what I don't understand about this. Like I'll get off my soapbox, but holy fuck you. Anybody that wants can come to America. Just do it the right way. Like if I'm going to go live in Finland, I'm not just going to fucking go to Finland and fucking throw my passport in the water and get a new one and and hide in Finland. Do it the right fucking way. Yeah. I I don't understand that. The other thing that I want to expose on this, because Jared and I had this conversation off air and I wanted to do some more research in it to try to see what they were doing and why and what the what the good of this is and like you know because samantha b claims along with every other person on the left that this is about the families torn apart and all this other shit and it's like you know most of these people are, are shoving in kids we had a uh, we had rocco on here um maybe what, three or four months ago to, to kind of describe what's going on uh to all those those border agents that are working down at the border and what it's really like and it's it's not like the picture the media paints obviously so in the Samantha B thing, it says they're at the end of the show. They're going to unveil this TBS funded six bedroom house donated to El Refugio, an organization that works with detained immigrants and their families at the Stewart Detention Center in the remote town of Lumpkin, Georgia. I don't know about you. Did you say Blumpkin, Georgia? L- close. Wait, what the fuck does Georgia have to do with? That's what I said. What the like? There's no border near Georgia. Nobody's what, dying what, to get into Georgia. And what is a six bedroom house going to do? <laughs> Hey, dude. 
that six bedroom house is going to take care of six, six, six people. Yeah. You know, but more importantly, what it will allow people to do is go out and raise money for an important charity that will allow them to do what they like to do, which is not really work. Throw parties. Yeah. For more charity, <laughs> for, for more donations. For more no, charities. No, no, no. no to grow the, the, we, were, we threw a bigger party. We, we have a six bedroom house, sir, that we, we, we have <laughs> made for families in Georgia to take care of all the illegal immigrants coming into Georgia. Yeah. We're doing God's work out there. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I need some more money to build a sink in my six bedroom house that I'm taking care of all these people. It's like, come on, man. It's ridiculous. Ross, you follow, I, I, look, Ross, I, I, you, follow you follow Hollywood stuff quite a bit because you're in the entertainment industry with the majority of your work. <clears throat> While you're talking about this, what do you think about Alyssa Milano? Because she went off oh last month. God. You know, like I, every other word was the F word and Trump sucks and you know, white people suck and this, that, and the other thing. And it's like, my first thought was how many illegal immigrants or how many people live in her house? Like yeah, ex- exactly. Like, and and what by is the way, she t- actually doing to cap this off before I get to Alyssa Milano, because since you brought up Hollywood, I, here's the Hollywood tip that I do know about this fucking thing house. I, well, she does know, sorry, I don't want to interrupt you, but the thing that she does know is her and her father did move in to a stranger's home when they, when she was growing up. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> And and I think that it's important so to identify great. that without Tony Danza <laughs> moving into like, that home, going with this, and then it registered. Oh, so yeah, like I think she back to She knows a lot. Yeah, Gosh, God, she was hot. And she it, knows a lot. Sorry. Sorry, and Ryan. she would I, often I ask, to... "Who's the boss?" And, yeah, and that was something I'll that she did all the time. <laughs> she knew. Uh, yes, her dad was a a, a manny. And I mean, <laughs> hey, she knows. Just just my two cents. Go ahead, Ross. Sorry. Yeah, no, but uh, Bert, to get back to your Hollywood thing, like with this six-bedroom house they're funding for TBS in, in Georgia, the, what, here's the dirty Hollywood secret about this fucking house is this. Georgia has a 30% tax break for anything filming in the state of Georgia. Therefore, the taxpayers of Georgia are paying for 30% of this fucking six-bedroom house there. And TBS oh, is going to write this off. They're going to write oh, off 30% of this house. So if you're wondering why they're building this house in Georgia, nowhere near the border of Texas or New Mexico or fucking <laughs> California, it's because they can't get a fucking tax credit there, brother. That's yeah, how they're doing it in Georgia. So slimy. Oh, And TBS. as far as Alyssa Milano goes... Um, I, I can promise you this. Uh, Alyssa Milano's house in, in California is surrounded by a fucking 12-foot wall that no one can get into her goddamn house. Why is the wall good enough for her and her family and her kids, but it's not good for the rest of the country? Yeah, She's- my point exactly. And, and to be clear, because I just went on a rant, if you got rid of Melissa Milano, I would trade her for about 10,000 illegal Mexicans. I love Mexico. I love Texicans. I grew up half yeah, my life has been in this that? state. So don't get me wrong. I absolutely <laughs> love Mexicans and about every other country in the world has great people. I'm not being negative. Like I keep the wall up. Only white people in America, blah, blah, blah. Like I'm not, that's not what I'm saying, but do it the right way. Like come to this country. I don't care where you're from, Nigeria, Thailand, Mexico, come here the right way. And I, and if you if you're not a criminal start, or a why don't felon, we start a movement though? Because if you come here illegally and you get detained by Border Patrol or ICE and you're separated from your kids because they put the kids in a different 
bucket. You know, we got to take care of these guys. We process you and send you back and reunite you. However, the, however they do it. But why don't we start a movement for people that commit violent crimes and go to prison that are separated from their children? Yeah. Or why don't you start a GoFundMe for the wall? Like what's going on right now? <laughs> it's just. It's so, a, the thing is, is they the way that they paint this. They paint it as we purposely separate these families as soon as they could. It's like, no, you broke the law. You're being arrested. You're being processed. And then you're being sent back. Like, <laughs> yeah. And that's the other part of that's it. not what they say. And that's we're not gonna, how they mess. That's not how they tune the message. And the other part of that is they're separating the kids so that the kids aren't in an adult detention facility yes. with a bunch of pedophiles and crazy people like it's, exactly. it's anyway. Yeah. Hey, Evan, I, I was serious about that. GoFundMe. Do you hear about this? That's going on right now, yeah. like live on air. Mm-hmm. What's yeah. it up to so far? It's up to $7 million on GoFundMe. Oh, that just got started. It was a, a veteran, Brian, a triple, triple Brian amputee. Colfidge. Yeah. He was an air force <coughs> security forces guy. Oh, really? Oh, he's yeah. SF. Nice. Um, so he's, he's trying to raise $1 billion on GoFundMe to build build a wall since Congress won't approve this, or you know the that Democratic be, side that, of this for the budget. That could be a record on GoFundMe so far, though. Seriously, I, I mean, since we've been on the phone, I mean, just you know, on this on this podcast, it's gone up a million dollars since you know. Yeah, it was like five something when I came in. Six point seven. Yeah, if every if every single person that voted for Trump gave eighty dollars, he'd hit his billion dollars. Yeah. Wow. Um, so uh, my what question, my question, does, well, yeah. yeah, exactly. When, does, when, what happens if GoFundMe steps in and they're like, Hey, you know, we're out of California and we're not down with this. <laughs> I mean, what's GoFundMe's take on this? <laughs> they would have, they would have shut it down by now. My question to Evan is this is, is this a new form of paying for, I mean, look, we're all taxpayers anyways, but we don't control where the money goes. Is GoFundMe like a viable option to pay for shit in your community and, and, I mean, a fucking wall. What if this does get to a billion dollars? Then what? Uh, <laughs> For real? Yeah. I mean, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a very complex question because the wall is a national security issue or could be perceived, or, or perceived as a national security issue, which falls in the, in the hands of the federal government because it's a national issue, right? So, and then it's a security issue. So you have to kind of bring in the more law enforcement and DOD aspects of the federal government in order to get it funded. Of course, we all, I think we've all seen how a bill becomes a law or something like that, where you, you understand how we need to fund specific things. I, I think that what has to be done and maybe hasn't is there has to be a, a really comprehensive study as to how much the wall would prevent illegal immigration because I think there's a certain portion of of me that believes that a wall won't necessarily prevent illegal immigration because the border is so porous and there are so many different ways that you can migrate to the United States illegally that a wall won't necessarily deter that. It might be just a taxpayer expense that we spend in futility and I, that's the thing that I, I don't necessarily agree with. I can I jump agree with, with you on this because I've been, I've, I've done a lot of controlling out in Gila Bend yeah. and that's hundreds, hundreds of hundreds of miles of the Arizona, uh, Mexico border. But you know, they constantly tell us when we're out there, we're, we're on the border. That's where the bombing range is, but mm-hmm. it's, it's 80 plus miles of barren desert 
through Mexico that you have to cross just to get into the U.S. And they say they find bodies out there all the time because they just don't make it. Uh, so it's like like you're saying, it's like to fund all that wall space out in these desolate places like Gila Bend, Arizona, like does it really keep anybody out or is anybody really trying to make that that walk, you know? <laughs> yeah, and, and what what prevents people from throwing a grappling hook to the top like Batman out when in you're, the middle of when nowhere? When you're in the middle of nowhere. You know, we're, and where I say there, where there's a will, there's a way, and there has to be a realistic measure, and, a, and literally there, there has to be some type of cost analysis done at the taxpayer expense. What I don't agree with is spending taxpayer dollars for a a psychological security but not actual security which is if this is just a fictional reality of us pu- pulling the covers over our head to make the boogeyman go away well fuck that i'm not interested in that i, I really want to solve the issue which is illegal immigration is the issue right how do we solve that in the most cost effective and beneficial way so we also have to think about the the partner or our bordered countries like Mexico, how do we work with them in order to do this? And I'm not running for Congress here. I'm just saying a wall just seems like a very um, rudimentary way to solve a very complex problem. I think there are sections of the border that need a wall, but I think the wall actually has to be extended under the ground too because of the tunnels. So should we spend more, and when we think about it just in, in square feet, up or down, I think you actually have to activate square footage based on where we're seeing the most activity on these borders, both up and down, preventing tunnels and people going over versus just putting a fucking wall out in the middle of the desert where nobody's going to come through anyway. And if they do, it's like 10 people a year. And we spent literally, you know, $10 million a fucking person to to keep the 10 people out. Well, that doesn't make any goddamn sense to me either. So... And even then, no matter how, no matter how with a, something like a wall, no matter how deep you go down, or no matter how high you go up, if it's left unchecked, they'll figure it, it yeah, out. If, if they'll fucking yeah. figure it out. So this and, this <laughs> this entire thing is like for me. I like creating jobs. I do. Like that's that's one of the things that I like doing. Just like I think this is a job issue. I think this is a border security issue that can create more jobs, it creates more taxpayers and puts more dollars back into the economy. I think this is a border security issue that we can solve with more border patrol and more technology. I don't think that we need a physical wall to keep people out. I think that we need... I think that we need, yeah. You know? I mean, why not do we, a balloon every, every you know, that's cheaper than the wall. A wall is just one aspect, right? Yeah. It's just one element of security. And we dealt with this all the time. It's not just a hexo or hesco like, hey, dude, you need them in some locations, but you don't need them in all locations. It, it would be impossible to do that, to provide your own security through an, through an AOR. Like it can provide security around a specific element, but then you have a combination of interwoven uh, tactics, techniques, procedures, and technology that, that, that tie together to create security. The question is, how do we solve illegal immigration that is not just for security reasons, but it's for economic reasons because it costs the taxpayers a ton of money to educate, to medicate, to deport. But this is, this is a huge fucking cost to us. So everybody should be asking this. Everybody that takes a dollar out of their wallet 
and gives 36 cents back, whatever, to the, to, the, to the United States government, we all should be asking the same question. How the fuck do we save out of this 36 cents that I'm giving back to you, the you know, Congress and Senate and whomever else, take more money back from this, but I want to get more out of it, not just some psychological security that's actually fictional. Like, that's bullshit. I am not a smart man. I think my IQ is probably just over 100. Total, total bullshit. <clears throat> so here... I would say it's more s- close to 70. <laughs> I'll buy that. Uh, yeah. You said you weren't running for Congress, but I would probably vote for you. Here's the question. How much money, if I started a GoFundMe with JT... How much money do we have to raise to get you to run for office? $20 million? Oh, I, I, it depends on what office, I suppose, right? You need to run for office. That's because my point. You said if you're you not running me, for Congress. I've said me, it since the first day I met you. You need to run for office. I'm watching all these vets run and all these people run, but you've already proven that you can support the country, support vets. You can create jobs and you can better the, con- the country. I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, and Congress. Hey, I think it's I Evan for... Governor. I, I, governor like, I like this one. I yeah. like... Evan for the ambassador to Puerto Rico. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. That's start, a good one. Start, I'll run for the ambassador off. to Puerto start, Rico. Yeah. And then, yeah. Do so, they grow coffee in Puerto Rico? They do. Uh, so let's no. pick a different I, I think country. it'd be like, hey, man, no, yeah, would, I'll would be you, the ambassador. I'm going to put you on the spot here. Would you ever run for office? Not uh, now. I know you've got a 10-year yeah. plan here. I, I absolutely, I, I would. There, there would be certain aspects that I would have to like meet in order to do that, which is... Uh, I would definitely run for a state governor for sure. Like I like, I like governors. I hate Washington just in general. Like if I, I hate beltway politics, bullshit. I hate it all. Like fucking hate them. All of them. Like I hate it. Governor, They're all just governor, the Idaho? governor of Idaho or Wyoming or one of those states. That yeah, really, if you were a God, governor, they would be great. And, and Idaho <laughs> is like, that's the state that I love where I'm from there. It'd be an honor. It'd be like an amazing privilege to be that. However, Politics is so fucking dirty. Yeah, and that's, what I, and that's what the point, seen, though. Like, you need more people well, like you I in think, politics. Like, yes, let's let's but, let's war game this real quick. If he was the governor in Idaho, not only would he be like loved by the people, so he's never going to lose that seat for a while. Yeah, but you can, as a governor, you can poke so much, like. At Washington, like every time he makes a comment about something, all the news blows out. The governor of Idaho called the president, you know, an asshole or something like that. Like, well, you can still sway a lot of public opinion as a, as as a governor. governor. Yeah, I agree. I, agree and I, with you. And I opened I opened a Pandora's box here because I've been watching this guy who I think is a bit of a clown. I think he's a nice guy. I'd probably go have a beer with him. But every time I see this Beto guy talk. Oh, I, uh, here's the no. deal. I don't compare you to him, but no. I every time I see him talk, I go. God, half the country right now is rallying around this guy who has really no experience with a lot of anything in life. And I go, man, that I literally said it to Candace about hey. two weeks ago. I was like, Evan is 10 times Beto. Like, Evan is 10 times You know who's a, who else is about to run for governor is the fucking mayor of Portland. Oh, God. That fucking moron. You opened up that Yeah, box. I know. I, st- I, I got on the internet <laughs> and read about like, this guy, and I'm like, how did this oh even happen? The guy God. climbed Mount Everest. That's, that's his only... Oh, let, let me read you his accolades, because this Hang is, on, this real is what qu- he has. Hang on, real yeah, quick. Yeah, you finish if yours. You, if you fuckers that listen to this podcast, all 200,000 of you guys can hashtag and ruin my life every day with poking me with Bert from TV... Can we please start Evan for governor? Hashtag <laughs> yeah. Evan for governor. Evan for governor. Yes. Okay. Get it started now. So, so, so Mayor Ted Wheeler of Portland. Here's, here, here's his, 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 uh, his accolades. Mayor of Portland, 
Father, husband, Stanford, Columbia, Harvard, douche, summited at Everest, seven Ironmans, and former PMR volunteer. What's or, PMR? I don't even know what that is. I don't either. But he, okay. he's, he's, he, he made it known that he was a volunteer. This motherfucker. Never had a blister on his hand, never been in a fist fight yeah, in his entire life. That should disqualify you right is, there. He is trying to start an initiative in Portland that the Portland police do not need to be armed. Oh, that's that's super strong. Yeah, yeah. why not? <laughs> why why like, not? This is this is right here. That this is Jesus. where it crosses a line for me because this comes from a fucking rich, spoiled motherfucker who has the time to go climb Mount Everest and do all this other bullshit that has never been in a dangerous situation that is trying to impose a fucking policy that's going to put a lot of good people in danger. I don't know, dude. When you, here's my spin on that, which is there's no. There's no more uh, dangerous of a place in America than the campus in Cambridge, Massachusetts. That place is... <laughs> you're you're going to be... It's rough. Hey, it's... Oh, man. You're, you're going to be looking Cambridge. over your shoulder like every day, man. You better have your shank you better, buddy. You better you, have your sweater vest on. Yeah. You better, <laughs> no, I mean, you better like, have better, your, even this your time country year, club. If you those know. guys don't put mm-hmm. ice on some of the steps going into those auditoriums and classrooms, mm-hmm. like people will fall. Yeah. People will slip. That's, that's rock salt. Dude, I don't know if you know that, but that... like. It rains and snows there this time of year. It can create a substantial amount of ice on the steps leading into like so you know, him basket and I, weaving yeah, or like pretentious prick one oh one. And he uh when when Antifa was attacking the, the ICE uh headquarters in Portland, they were literally he breaking told the, the windows he and told throwing the police Molotov not to protect them. He said, we're not going to protect you're you. You're not protecting these guys. So like, then, this dude's a fucking It goes idiot. even further. He was questioned about it afterwards in an interview, and he mumbled under his breath as he was walking away from the microphone, I can't wait for my 24 months to be over yeah. so I can run for governor. And it's I, like- I heard that. I heard oof. it. I, heard, and then I ex- saw that too. And then his excuse was, well, I mumble a lot and I say a lot. It's one, yeah. of, my, it's one of my, you know, it's one of the things I do that's not very flattering. I mumble things, but I don't really mean them. And I'm like, yeah. as somebody who's a mumbler and mumbles shit, so mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't get arrested. When I mumble something, that's usually like, I mean it. Like- no, he just got caught. The mumble's my real voice. He's this a, guy yeah, got, yeah, caught. He got so, caught. Yeah, please, if you, you know, Ted Wheeler on Instagram, he's a fucking moron. Fuck with him. <laughs> yeah. He's a fucking asshole because he's going to, he's going to, what's it, what's going to happen if, if this goes through? You're going to, first off, he's going to probably lose a good portion of his police force because guys aren't going to fucking take that. I, I just hopefully. moved to rural areas in Portland. Oregon is a really great yeah. state. My Oregon's dad amazing. was born there. Yeah. You know, the whole state is is conservative. When I, it's not just a political thing. The whole state is a traditional conservative state that half the industry goes back 400 years logging, mining, you know, jobs that built this country. And then you've got one fucking blue nasty spot on the map and it's Portland. Washington's the same way now with mm-hmm. Seattle. Texas is becoming that way with Austin. I still love yeah. Austin. It's a great music scene. There's great people there. It's a great college. But, man, Portland, Oregon, I don't want to beat Oregon up because... But that's no, the, Oregon's but, great. But, but Portland, Portland. Nu- nuke that place and make it a glass parking lot for about 12 years and then bring back the wagons and the loggers and, and, and start over like it's Oregon Trail. Literally. Yeah. yeah. See what I did there? I agree. I like that. Yeah, Oregon Trail. You're absolutely Just right. let people come back in and say, you can move back into Portland, but you have to come back in like it's 1745. I think that's the real issue, right? It's it's the division within our communities between the, the rural, right, and the urban communities and the mentality between the two. And you have this 
lack of identification between each sides and understanding what the lifestyle between each side is the the there's so many different reasons why there this is a really interesting conversation that we don't need to necessarily go into but i read this interview between um a group of austinites that were going out to the rural areas of texas and they were talking to people in texas and under what trying trying to get their perspective on immigration and firearms and and economics and all these other things and it was enlightening to the people from the city to go out to these to these locations and talk to people where it started to change their mind and their perspective a little bit more because it's you know you go out to some of these ranchers their houses out in the middle of nowhere on the border you spend some time with these people because most of them, I'd say most of them, probably above 90% of them are really fucking good people that work really hard just to you know feed their families and do the same things that we all want to do. But think about illegal immigration crossing your property on a regular basis. And then you think about drug trafficking and you think about protecting your family and protecting your livelihood, protecting all of those things. Things become a little bit more of this touchstone to reality. And they're closer to it than somebody that lives on the 38th floor in Seattle, Washington, that has literally never volunteered at a fucking soup kitchen in their life. They don't have any Grasp. texture to this situation other than what they've heard and what they want to regurgitate, to which is propaganda. What, what, yeah, what headline, especially no. we're, in the, we're in the worst spot we've ever been in with propaganda right now. On both sides. Yeah. Both on both sides. sides. Yeah, Absolutely. It definitely is. It yeah. is both, both sides. And people that work for a living and pay taxes I are mean, stuck in the middle. Uh, people that love America, yeah. work for a living, just want to have the, a nice house, their bills taken care of, food on the table, and more importantly, their kids to have a better mm-hmm. life than they had. Worse, and I'm not them. I don't have kids. But we're, those people are stuck in the crossfire right now, and it's a really shitty thing to A couple to be weeks ago, there was a very, there's a very left, there's a very left side leaning uh, uh, black activist that does a lot of different things. Uh, but anyway, um, a, a, a right leaning publication published a tweet from him that was just, it was the stupidest thing in the world, but it was exactly in the narrative to, to paint him. But within, you know, when I saw the headline, I was like, there's. How yeah. could somebody say this within maybe a minute and a half of research? I found that it was completely fabricated. He had posted like, hey, some somebody photoshopped that. But that article had over 150,000 shares and everybody was was jumping on the bandwagon yeah. to fucking burn this guy to the stake. And it was like, you guys are just you're marionettes at this point. Like you're right. letting you're letting these headlines run you i mean even local news agencies it's happened this happened yesterday with the maryland maryland gun buyback thing of course the maryland local news puts puts a picture of an at4 canister on there and so we bought back a rocket launcher and it's like dude how many times has some dumbass news agency done that like they bought a rocket launcher like you bought a fucking empty tube prop that you can buy at any surplus store yeah like 10 bucks but again that's their headline buyback program you know gets a rocket launcher in hands of police it's like shut the fuck but, up but like you're fake news now but that's the problem is that they want the people clicks. yeah people are uh, the well, media outlets are yeah, they're they headlines the driven they want to drive traffic because that's how they get paid yeah so the more they sensationalize information 
the more, the they more can, they're going to drive eyeballs, the more people are going to share. The more this is what's creating this, yeah. and and I think that it's it's so unrealistic for us to continue down this path of not. And when I say this, like it's, I do not believe in the control of information. I believe there is a, there should be a way that we educate ourselves out of this. I hope to God. But I had this argument with somebody the other day. Because I said I am an environmentalist. I am an environmentalist, and they were like, "What? You're a fucking environmentalist?" And then, and then, Dan, and then Donnie and I talked about. It. I was like, "God damn right, I'm an environmentalist. My kids are going to have children. I hope, right? Or maybe, who knows, right? But I don't like breathing shitty air. Yeah. I I don't like seeing moved out fucking, of an area because of it. I don't like. Yeah, exactly. We moved out of Salt Lake <laughs> for it because the air was so bad, yeah. and. I didn't want my kids breathing it. We didn't like breathing it. And the other piece to this is like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm, a, I'm an environmentalist. When the oceans are dying and we don't know why, that's what creates oxygen, you dumb motherfuckers. Like, we got to <laughs> figure out a way. And when I say sort this, it's like everybody place. should be, in, be invested in creating a solution to these problems. Everybody. It shouldn't be like, well, hey, man, I'm a Republican. Fuck that. You know, it's like, no, dude, that, that's, that's actually not the way this shit works. Do you no, like garbage? Not, that, that's the other part of this is people always look at, like, the left and as being the environmental side of America. Well, the vast swath of private land in this country is – it is what it is. It's, it is. it's a fact. It's owned by conservative it Republicans. Yes. And the reason they buy that land and keep it is so they can cherish America yeah. and keep it that way for their kids and pass mm-hmm. it on. And they, they own these huge swath of pro- – anyway, again, it's, it, it's, it's misleading. And I think, again, the information wars right now are, are what's doing that. And it's, I mean, we've, we've turned into well, the Soviet Union. Well, it, and, and the, and the, the but funny, it's not the government doing it. It's the fucking private-owned news agencies. So the, a funny fact was pointed out to me today, if we're just going to be like on rants all day, that's great. No, it's good. Why not? Great. Great. I don't yeah, care. Not? Thursday. <laughs> but, so a funny fact was pointed out to me today. And everybody, you need to go look this up. This is fucking crazy because I'll, I'll be the guy that's like, yeah, I'm an environmentalist. I'm a conservationist too. I believe in hunting, controlling animal populations. I believe in public lands. I believe in all that shit. I also believe that you need to have a fucking firearm. I'm a staunch supporter of the Second Amendment. I'm an absolute supporter of libertarianism. And I think that we should also have agriculture subsidies. Fuck, I'm all over the goddamn map. I think you should be able to smoke fucking marijuana. Mm. I think you should be able to do all kinds of weird shit, right? It's like, hey, I don't care if it says Republican or Democrat on the issue. You know what I give a shit about? Smart policy. Yes. Not following some somebody else because they have an agenda. And I think that's the way we should all be. Here's a fucking fun fact for you. 24 super tankers, something like that. And I'll say sub 50 super tankers in the world. And actually, there's only about a half a dozen create more air pollution than all of the automobiles combined. On the planet. On the planet. Google it, Dave. Really? Six so six oil tankers. Six super create, tankers create, create more pollution. Because and Jared and I were talking about mm. this. It's like you gotta be fucking kidding me. So we have we, didn't we have less out. than we have <laughs> we have twenty super tankers that are creating the majority of the air population. There you go. First thing eighteen. Up. Yeah. Yeah. The fifteen biggest super tankers create the more air pollution than automobiles and you, you got to be fucking kidding me so we'll go invade iraq a single... looking for wmds 
Oh, wow. Spend a trillion fucking dollars. Yeah. Thousands of lives disrupted not only in American, but Iraqi lives. A fucking country turned upside down. Might as well have just started an internal war. Started an internal fucking two war. Two factions of, of, and then of, we have a group of environmentalists and policymakers out there that are like fighting fucking like cats and dogs and talking about electronic cars and, and we can't whether you drill on the US. Fucking robot. No drilling like, in the United States. And all of us are sitting here going, "Oh my God, what do we do? Like, oh my, I, I, I gotta, I gotta get an electric car. I gotta do something to save the fucking Earth. Oh shit." Oh, you mean we just have like 16 super tankers that we got to convert to fucking nuclear power? Yeah. And then we can it. like, oh, figure this shit out? For, for another few hundred for, years? For a hundred fucking years? <laughs> like, and this is the shit that I'm talking about. It's like these fucking morons well, will have these d- stupid conversations when, oh shit, there's this massive answer right underneath our nose. Yeah. Do you ever watch? Have you ever watched Penn and Teller's serious stuff like on? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. Really it's good. really good. You know, like again, the trash thing. If you could take all the trash in the United States and put it in like a two square mile radius in the, in the middle of Kansas somewhere, and stack it up, and it would take like it would take like six hundred years to fill that entire spot. Right. But it's you, you, again, like people are. Th- people look at it like this debris and trash and everything, but it's the same kind of concept. People are worried about the super smallest things when it comes to the environment, when there's much, much, much bigger issues. But we know why, because this manipulates the masses in order to drive a specific outcome. And that outcome is to split the fucking United States in half, create two parties, keep them dumb, create two parties that are on opposing sides so you can villainize somebody. There has to be a hero. There has to be a villain in every fucking good story and then reinforce the information over and over and over again to the point where people think their neighbors are fucking pieces of shit that are going to vote for this fucking wingnut, blah, 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 blah. Fill in the blank. But in all actuality, you want the same fucking thing. Like you want clean air, cheap, you want great cheap gas, you want affordable cheap health care, yeah, great, great fuel, great education. And fucking, I want to put my kids in school. I want to be able to feed them. I want a job. I want a good job. I want, you know, opportunities and all these great things. Like we all want the same shit. We all want the same exact shit. And to be able to do it safely without and to, somebody yes. stealing your shit or killing you. And how many of these voting populations are, are us and all of us, right? I mean, we carry guns most of the time, I would imagine. But how many of us have really felt the pain of crime, and especially violent crime, from one section, like, from one to the other? Very few. When I say that, it's like, I'm not being robbed by gunpoint. I've never fucking been robbed by gunpoint, have you? No, I have not. JT? Mm-mm. No. I you? haven't either. Nope. Yeah. And, I've, and, I, and I absolutely agree with this. There are very few people voting that are that are anti-cop, but they've, over the last eight years, and I would say the the Obama administration directly did contribute to that, anti-cop narrative based on very, very small segments of the United States population in very, very high crime districts in a very high complex, when I say high complex, a very complex law enforcement situations where wrongfully so, a handful of kids were probably shot in wrong circumstances or rightfully so. We don't fucking know. But then you get the rest of this country in this uproar ready to turn fucking cars over for one side to the next when it's like, dude, 
we live in one of the safest places in the world. Yeah. The we, law enforcement officers we were talking keep about this all this shit from we, sitting on our fucking doorstep. We have we have clean water. Yeah. And we shit in it. Yeah. <laughs> what would you say? Like 78% yeah. of the world doesn't have clean water. Yeah. But in America, we shit in ours. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dave, find out how many people actually that were that voted uh, this term because I was I was introduced uh, in while I was in Puerto Rico. Uh, one of the locals there said, out of out of eligible voters in Puerto Rico, over ninety five percent go out and vote. That's how serious wow. they take. Uh, just yeah, yeah. yeah, last president. Like because I mean, this is this is another one of our fallacies. Everybody's got a fucking opinion, but. But when you look at the stats, like you said, the turnout's fifty four point nine percent. No, that's two thousand twelve, the last presidential election. So twenty sixteen was the last one. Okay. Um, we got that. so that's the thing. So if in in a place like that where ninety five percent of your population is turning out to vote because they take it seriously because they go, this is how we make changes and this is how my voice is heard. But you come to us. And uh, 55%, is that it? Half? Half the country actually came out? Like, so everybody's got a fucking opinion on one side or the other, but only half the people actually go out to, I, to put it to... Do, to I know, do you know what the solution to this is, right? What's move that? To Wy- move to Wyoming, <laughs> yeah. buy a piece of property, and buy about $12,000 worth of guns and put signs up all over your yard that say, hey, you come on my property, I'm going to kill you. Like, my friend Bert just explained what I call the veteran Endgame. solution to politics. <laughs> move to a rural area, buy a whole lot of property, and arm yourself to the gills and have a, a job that, you know, have, have a job. That's it. I love it. And Evan is governor of Idaho. We'll be moving from Wyoming to Idaho. Looks like a steady decline there, Dave. I mean, obviously, our population is getting bigger. You you know what I'll do is I'll run for governor, but I'll choose, like, the best running mate in the world that's better than me. I'll get elected... Change. And then I'll resign the next day and be like, "Okay, oh, this dude's the guy that we're gonna fucking follow." This, yeah, yeah. Like, we gotta, like, yeah. I'm the he's dumb a, motherfucker that a, got him elected. He's a scientist. He's a doctor. He's an e- he's, he's an economist. He's, he's built like three fucking businesses. Yeah. He's adopted fifteen fucking kids. He's like saved a woman from a burning building. Like there he is. He's, he's the gonna guy. make this state the best state. Yeah. I'm, hey, I'm gonna build a wall around our state. Yeah. <laughs> we should. We should. Let's just take over a state. Yeah, you Why become not? the governor. We take over a state. We build our wall. Well, Ross doesn't want to move Idaho. to Idaho. It's, uh, I would gone. move to Idaho for sure. Everybody oh, says that's so the most beautiful <laughs> place on the planet. Dead serious. Uh, Richard Ryan. When I got here the other day, Richard Ryan was talking about Wyoming. And I said, "You guys need to build a black rifle lodge compound. Some not compound. It's not a militia, but no. We need we need so the Richard building Ryan from Nors- up, Norsemen. Richard yeah. Ryan pulled <laughs> pulled up some properties that he was looking at, and 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 I literally it made my heart tingle. If Black Rifle was in like Idaho and Texas, oh man. Well, that's Jeez. that's all we're well, doing. They're in Texas. Yeah. It's, it's, it's either it's Idaho and hmm. Texas. It's Idaho in the in the and summer. Bo- no, no, yeah, bit of Idaho in the summer. A little bit Texas of Texas winter. winter. A little bit of Wyoming. A little bit of Wyoming. A little bit of Wyoming. I'll, t- I'll tell you what. There's going to be a lot of projectiles moving through animals in the next couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Traeger grills freezers, just full of... Freezers like, will be full. Hot Logie left for a hunting trip. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. left already? Yeah. Where'd he go? Hey, you mentioned, Kansas. You mentioned it earlier. Oh. 
you know, you've had Donnie and these guys on the show, yeah. and I've listened to him talk about conservation. A good buddy of mine, Stephen West, is you know he's a huge Black Rifle and, and Bison Union guy. He's another guy that he's not in that same tier one hunter. Adam yet. West, uh, Stephen the original West. Batman, Adam West, Batman, <laughs> uh, the mayor, and Robin, he's dead. Yes. Mayor, mayor West, yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. So, Adam West. I've always heard guys say it. I grew up in Kansas. There's huge deer in Kansas, but I've always heard people talk about having to have animal control, and I've always population control within animals and i've always mm-hmm. kind of gone man is that legit or not like i really need to see this for myself well i was at shipton's big r and they have these cob blocks which is corn oats and barley and it's like hey feed animals so mm-hmm. probably shouldn't have done it on a property in wyoming but i took one block and i'm like i just want to see what happens yeah. here it's not illegal the right. fish and wildlife recommend you don't feed wild animals right but i put this block out and then put up the game cams no fucking shit there was probably 50 deer in our, our yard. I walked out the next morning with the dogs, and there was probably 50 white-tailed deer out there. And I'm like, yeah, this is, this is an issue. You can't have that many animals in a place this small in the bighorns, like just where we're at. So it made sense. You had mentioned earlier about conservation, but you know, if you didn't hunt and didn't have conservation like that, it'd be an issue. It'd be a huge issue. Like those animals yeah. would literally, and I don't want to make this a hunting no, job. I'm not, I like it. I'm not a hunter. I'm getting into this. I grew up, you know, pheasant, dove, and quail hunting, more dove hunting in Kansas than anything, but I'm slowly getting into the hunter. I'm not like you guys are. I'm slowly getting into it, and I hope Black Rifle does a lot more hunting stuff because I think, anyway, you guys are, it is what it is. I got, like, but I, I got invited it's, it's to fun. a goose hunt recently. Well, Doc O'Neill was here fun. yesterday, and he was talking about, mm-hmm. you know, the ribeye of the sky. You know, doing yeah. some goose hunting. Goose hunt with Don Shipley. Oh, yeah. But it's, but it's That'd crazy. Be That'd be fun. <laughs> we got, we got 10,000 turkeys in our yard every morning what? now. Wild turkeys. And, I want yeah. a turkey. 10, 000, I've but, always wanted to kill a turkey. But the amount of deer like that, yeah. and, and you start, I started reading about it. I got in a rabbit hole in the middle of the night, and if you don't control those populations, it's bad for every ecosystem in the every... United States, like from top to bottom. So well, I, I hope you guys do more stuff like that. Like it's, No, I think, I think it's funny because we did a whole thing... Uh, John Dudley, uh, Andy Stumpf, and I did a whole podcast on just deer and deer management because I was admittedly ignorant on some of those topics and hanging out with those guys because they're really the subject matter experts. Yeah, same, same. John Dudley and Donnie Vincent, obviously, he's a biologist, so he understands it much more than I do. And being being a conservationist and then understanding these areas need to be managed. They they do need to be managed and they do need to be managed by a lot of this is hunting and fishing because overpopulation in any way, shape, when, when you have predators that are overpopulated or prey that's overpopulated, anything that's out of balance that can go wrong for the entire system. And we're so, uh, we're such a pervasive species too, which is the whole other issue where you know, you, you the the country, the world continues to grow in population, and that be, that means that we get closer and closer to the wildlife, and we continue to have to manage their areas mainly well, because you, we're we're sharing a lot of the space. That's right? it. And you showed me last year, or earlier this year, you you have a cabin in Colorado, and your the people renting it showed you know like right out your back door yeah. three four. Three, Four, four cougars, cougars, and yeah. I, I came out of our place like a week after moving in. And this, you know, we moved to the yeah. woods for the first time. And I gotta admit, you know, I, I have this bravado and act tough sometimes. But when you move to the woods for the first time and you live away from everything, 
if you're totally comfortable, then you're a fucking badass because I was a yeah. little bit about everything, a tree falling on my house, a forest fire starting. You're just hypersensitive to go outside and whether it's a raccoon or yeah. a cougar. And I came out around the corner and I was, you know, all I was wearing was, you know, ranger panties and, and some muck boots. And I was just walking out with the flashlight. The dogs were going outside and I came around the side of our cabin and a juvenile male mountain lion was like from here to the door there, like 15, 20 feet away from me. And I'll tell you what, man, that thing was a fucking monster. They're a lot bigger and a lot thicker in person. Luckily, I scared that thing worse than it scared me. But right. it, I went back inside and once I, you know, once the endorphins and the adrenaline, you know, slowed down. It was like, fuck, man, we're living in their, their part of the world. Yeah. And this thing, this thing was fucking big. It would have killed any one of our dogs oh, and, and it would have, would have, you know, and I didn't have a gun on me at the time. I normally am carrying when I'm on a property or when I'm up there. Cause Wyoming is Wyoming, 19 guns per citizen. <laughs> I'm going to try and bump that up to about 22, <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, I mean, just like being that close to those animals, we have bears on the property. You don't post any pictures of that shit on social media. Cause I don't want wing nuts or weirdos out, right. out, you know, where we live in the town we live trying to kill animals like that. Cause some of them need to be managed and I'm all about a legal hunt with the legal tag, but for sure. But man, it was for me, that was, I grew up in Kansas. We don't have cats there. We don't have bears there. We don't have anything. So to right. walk outside a cabin and come around a corner and be face to face with a cat that size. And we went up to Idaho, you know, and, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and talking about, you know, your, your mentor, being out there, you know, and he didn't even know how many hunts he'd been on or how many cats he'd seen, but it's, it's a fucking whole nother world out there. Well, and it, it also is a, an amazingly beautiful, like, again, the other side of that is, I don't think it's, that's some, one of the most surreal moments in my life to be on a piece of property I own out in the middle of the woods right. and have a mountain lion on the back edge of my cabin, 15 feet from our front door. Like it's, you can't, that's America. You can't fucking beat it. No, no, I would, I would agree wholeheartedly. And and to and and I guess the point of all of this is like, man, it's if you love the outdoors and you love spending time in the outdoors, I think admittedly most of us are would be self proclaimed conservationists, and I think you know even Theodore Roosevelt was a hardcore conservationist. Oof. So when you say that, it's not a derogatory term. You're not lumping yourself into like being a socialist. It's like, man. No, it, we're also it, not bombing a medical clinic, yeah. clinic and killing people because they do, you know, lipstick research on cats. Like, right. Yeah, there's, there's, a, there's, there's a realistic a, measure to protecting things and supporting issues that you believe in. It's like, man, just because you want clean air to breathe for you and your kids doesn't make you a fucking Greenpeacer. Yeah. No. Like, that's not yeah. a thing, man. <laughs> Most of us would agree that, <laughs> hey, you like clean air? Yeah, I like clean air. There's very few people who are going to be like, fuck that. I want to live in some Chinese yeah. like <laughs> crazy smog weather, bro. That shit's good for your lungs. It no, smells it, like money. That's the other side of it, like the hunting stuff. Like just, you know, if you, 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 have, you look at an elk or a bear, it's not like we're not all sitting here all the time going, well, fuck, get out of minigun and let's fucking yeah. burn that thing let's, down. Let's shred that thing on the yeah. plains. And it's like, no, man, I'd love to shoot that elk so I could eat it. Eat but it, no, yeah. I, don't have it, but I, I don't really have want it. a buffalo skin coat. But I don't yeah. have a tag right now. Cool. It's not a legal hunt. Right. So I'm going to sit here and look at this animal that's <laughs> absolutely incredible. You know, there's another side to it. And, you know, again, anyway, I, I know I keep saying it, but I hope you guys get more into the outdoor stuff. I think, I think it's super fucking great. I think. Well, on that note, uh, yes, we launched our new instant coffee through Black Rifle Coffee. Mm. I spent over a year developing the new instant directly for outdoor, the outdoor enthusiast. So you so, can pack it in. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm super proud of it. I posted on Instagram the other day and I don't, I don't like 
on my personal Instagram feed. I don't typically post a lot of ads or anything like that unless I'm when I say that I've spent so much time and it's such an intimate process with this instant because instant coffee is so fucking hard to get right. It's it is. Good. It's very hard to get right. A hidden gem in there. A long time. It's it really it, fucking good, by the way. We had it in it, uh, it Philadelphia like, yeah. during the live show. Jared and I it's did. It's good. And that's me. I'm lazy. I, 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 I am not a level 10 ninja like you guys are with coffee. That's me. Like, I'm, I hate to say it. Don't kick me out of the studio. I'm an instant guy. I like, drink I, instant. I literally, that, that's, that's, that's going to be me. Like, I'm going to drink the shit I, out of that. I came out the other day. <laughs> instead of doing something with my Chemex, I was like, oh, I'm just going to pop one of these instants. And I was like, you know what? That's not bad. And when I'm traveling, <laughs> I take it. And a little hidden gem is the topo map that is on our boxes. There is a, uh, that is of the Frank Church Wilderness area Oof. in Idaho. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. And I put uh, Pistol Creek, which is one of my favorite rapids on the box. So uh, built it for the outdoor space. Super happy with That's the product. Awesome. Awesome. awesome uh, go awesome. check it out. Hell yeah. yeah. Well, it, it tastes amazing. Uh, you can go to blackriflecoffee.com and use the promo code Drinking Bros 20 if you want to try yeah. some. Yeah. Drinking Bros that'll, 20. Just yeah. try That'll bring us into the uh, Drinking Bro of the Week, too. Uh, this one was submitted by Roy Mondello. He says, hey, guys, I was hoping to nominate my friend Wyatt Burge, a fellow active duty member for Drinking Bro of the Week. He showed me and the others how great your podcast was. And in results, we listen every chance we get on our transits to Creech Air Force Base. He will be deploying soon. and It would mean the world to him to become Drinking Bro of the Week before he goes. Thank you so much. No, thank you, Roy. We really appreciate it. Yeah, um, so, so it's going to Wyatt, though, huh? It's, yeah, yeah, it's going to Wyatt, but thank you, you for, for submitting. At, you know, you had me at the name Wyatt. Wyatt, Wyatt. that was good. I'm, yep. I'm to in. Wyatt, to yeah. Wyatt. Cheers, 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 cheers Wyatt. Hey. And uh, if you're out there at home and you want to submit uh, your drinking bro of the week, go to submit at drinkingbros.com. And if you didn't hear, we have our own fucking site now live. Drinkingbros.com. No G. Drinkingbros.com. And you can finally buy some t-shirts, some stickers, and all your favorite gear. Gentlemen, this was a fucking awesome show, man. Bert Kuntz, it's always a pleasure having you on. We love you, man. I'm glad you didn't hey walk out of here guys. today. Hey, now. Appreciate it. You did good. You hey, did. now. Next one I'm walking out on, I'm really going to fucking leave on You did good. These, so. <laughs> you need a name for it. Submit it right, right on Instagram the names you want for this one. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, for Evan Hafer, Bert Kuntz, Jared Taylor, I'm Ross Patterson. Good night, everyone. <laughs>